Hey guys, welcome back to the Far East Vibes podcast, episode 6. I'm sorry I missed last week, it was a really crazy, hectic uh, week, so I missed a podcast, and this one's, you know, going up a little bit later than usual, but um, I'm sorry about that. Um, But um, I record the podcast... Um, one week and usually discuss the articles that I wrote on the website from the week prior. Um, and I may still do that, but today, um, currently is the, well, it's, it's pretty late right now. It's 12, it's almost 1230 AM right now. So it's technically the 20th of December, but, um, so yeah, now it's pretty much the 20th of December the next day, but Monday, this past Monday, the 18th, um, Shiny member Jonghyun passed away, and that kind of put a damper on, I think, every K-pop fan's mood um, for the week. And so I don't know, you know, if I'll get to discuss, you know, just the articles um, that I wrote last week. I don't even know if I want to do that. I don't know if I feel if it's appropriate. You know, this podcast may be shorter. I, I just don't know. But I kind of just wanted to discuss Jonghyun and Shiny and, you know, give my condolences and put out that kind of energy and my prayers in the best ways I know how, which is just through, you know, good vibes and prayer. You know, the article I wrote about Jonghyun and now this podcast episode being dedicated to him. And this is just the little ways that I can kind of, you know, show my appreciations for his contribution, contributions and also kind of um, um, connect with all of you guys and we can all kind of mourn together. But um, yeah, as everyone knows by now, Jonghyun of Shiny passed away on Monday. Um and, you know, SM Entertainment and everyone confirmed that um, he is, in fact, gone. And, it, you know, I don't even like saying, you know, what um, happened because it's just so saddening. But for the sake of being informative for anyone listening, um, Jung-hun did pass away Monday from suicide. And that just is really, really um, devastating. Um you know, mental illness um, is stigmatized around the world, you know. But especially in Asia, you know, there's just the the conversation. There, there virtually is no conversation on mental illness. Um, you know, the kind of vocabulary that the Western world has and that America, North America has and the kind of activism and things like this that we have here that, you know, yes, it's not that much, but it definitely is steadily increasing, you know, that just doesn't exist in Asia, generally speaking, and um, it's just not as popular, and, you know, you know, you know, and not everything can be addressed and handled on your own, you know, sometimes you need someone that you can vent to, and sometimes you need to just talk to someone or know that someone's there, Um, and a lot of people's you know, mental health issues. Um, a lot of those, you know, it's, it's it's scary too. I think we all have, you know, I think everyone has something. Everyone has a, a issue of some sort that they're working on, their own inner demons, you know. Um, 
some more than others, what have you, but that's irrelevant because your experience is your experience. And but um, you know, kind of sharing your your you know, your inner demons with someone can be very scary and put you in a very vulnerable space. And I just feel like if, you know, societies had more of a <clears throat> more of a um open door policy when it comes to discussing mental illness and kind of were as unbiased and objective as possible and realized that these people are just seeking help, you know. You know, um people would seek more help. And those that felt that they had to keep it inside would hopefully learn that, you know, and realize that they don't have to and they would try to seek help. And it just is so devastating and so crushing that, you know, someone, you know, Jong Hyun, someone with such vibrant energy that was so, that radiated so much light and happiness through his music and through his performance, you know what I mean? And that I feel like, at least personally, I sensed such strong life force from him. You know, because of that vibrance. I, you know, Shiny was a group that is full of vibrancy and is very vivacious, and that you just knew would always be around. And to now know that, you know, that that group and that it's just it's just it's broken in one of the most shattering and devastating ways, and it's just really, really upsetting you know it's not even like oh you know he you know left sm or left shiny you know he's no longer a member you know it's 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 the group and who all of they were collectively has come to a screeching halt because of this you know this you know extremely depressing news and you know I was reading a lot of comments on different articles and YouTube videos and stuff like that of people sharing a similar um, experience to me um, when it comes to Jong Hyun and a Shiny. Um, that being how Shiny was one of, if not the first group that they got into when they seriously got into the K-pop genre. And I know for me that's the case. Um, prior to Shiny, you know, the only K-pop you know singer or artist that I really listened to was Boa. Um, and, you know, before Shiny, I was still very much into J-pop. Um, still am, but, you know, just I was, J-pop was my main, main thing. And, you know, more of the whole, like, Japanese wave was, like, you know, what was, you know, popular at the time. And then, like many others, um, it was in 2009 that I, you know, got into Shiny and, you know, Shiny and all of its members kind of opened my eyes up to Korean entertainment and Korean music, and that became my new love, you know what I mean? And ever since then, you know, I've just been, you know, a diehard fan of the genre and of, you know, the country and the country's uh, pop culture. Um, so Shiny and, you know, subsequently Jonghyun have a very special place in my heart, as they do a lot of your guys' hearts, I'm sure, in that you know they were kind of like the first foray into the genre that you experienced they were the first group that you really stand before stan was even like a term you know what i mean you just saw this group that was like so cool and looked so cool and dressed so cool and had cool music and were attractive and you just like gravitated towards them and that's where your love for k-pop and korean culture just blossomed and so to have someone that's you know so pivotal to that spark of interest within you you know just be 
gone in a blink of an eye from something so depressing as suicide is just so it's just so it, i i just really have no words and ever since the news it's been very very hard for me to accept um the you know i wrote a uh article about it um discussing how you know i wrote about it on the 19th so i'm still awake so i know it's technically the 20th but i'm going to say i wrote it today like the, like it's still the 19th right so um i wrote an article today about you know his passing entitled it something like you know now that the initial shock is over i'm now ready to talk about jong hyun but then within the article i say you know maybe i spoke too soon you know because the initial shock isn't over. I'm still just completely flabbergasted at what happened, you know. Um, and us on the outside, just fans, whether you be, <clears throat> you know, international fans or Korean fans, you know, I don't know if any of us sensed anything like this was wrong. And that's what's so scary about mental illness is that, you know, no matter what someone has on the outside or how they present on the outside, they can be deeply hurting on the inside. And we would have no idea. And so I I don't know. Uh, excuse me. I don't know um, how many people in his real and not in his real life, but how many people in um, his personal life knew of his depression, or I'm sure maybe his members and his sister or other close people knew that he was had down moments, but who knows if anyone knew just how serious those moments were. Um, yeah, and so I don't know if he had anyone that he could, or that he felt he could speak to, um... And yeah, it's just, it's just really, really sad. It's just something that I'm still having a hard time processing and something that I'm still having, um, it's a hard time comprehending and, and accepting and, and that shiny is now over, you know what I mean? Shiny as we knew it is no longer in existence, you know, every member of shiny was pivotal to the group. You know, shining without any one of its members is a broke is is broken, and they were a group that seemed to genuinely care for one another. You know, there's definitely a lot of groups that put up the facade that they're this brotherhood or sisterhood, but you know, behind the scenes, it may be a different story. But based off of, I think, the lifespan of Shiny, I think a lot of fans would agree. You know, with me when I when I say that they did seem like they genuinely cared for each other and that they genuine they genuinely had a brotherhood. Um, amongst them themselves and so you know I, I know it's devastating for all of them for the family friends you know staff at SM Entertainment and the members you know um, I know it is to go through so many trials and tribulations as a group together and to reach success together you know that they're family and I know it's just as devastating for them as it may be for you know as it is for you know blood family and yeah um, so yeah, back to, you know, what I was saying is the shiny is over as we know it. I don't know what's, you know, in store for the group moving forward, but I don't anticipate any comebacks. I think the group is, you know, I think, you know, the group is, is, um, is, um, at rest or maybe rather should be at rest. 
I don't know how well it would go over with, you know, fans if um, Shiny did try to have a comeback without Jonghyun. Um, because, as I said, you know, every member is so pivotal and Jonghyun was so special. And, you know, so I don't know how appropriate it would be for Shiny, for SM to give Shiny a comeback. I don't even know if SM would want to do that or if Shiny members would want to do that. Um, you know, but I, I do think that, you know, Shiny as a group is now, you know, on a permanent hiatus, um, and that we will see, <clears throat> um, we will see, uh, you know, solo activities from the members, you know, for sure, whether they be in music or, you know, like keys and fashion, you know, whatever, what they do, you know, I think we'll continue to see solo activities, of course, but Shiny, you know, I think will be laid to rest, um, and we'll just be, unfortunately a memory for all of us you know fans of you know new fans as well you know there's you know newer k-pop fans but also fans of you know kind of like the generation i am from which is like the whole shiny and sonosha dead generation um you know i think it's um it's it's very sad for us and i think you know it's it, now shiny will just be a memory a special memory for all of us new and old fans um moving forward it's just a nice pleasant memory that we can hold in our hearts you know and look back on you know through time when we play their music and play their albums and play jong hyun's uh, solo albums and things like this um and yeah um I really don't know what else to say um, in regards to that, um, to in, in regards to the situation. I know um, if you don't know any of, you know, the more, if you don't know any, you know, details, um, which I'm sure all of you guys do, but just to share some, he did um, text his sister, he contacted his sister, um, basically saying his final farewells, something along the lines of, you know, you know, please let me go and please tell me I did a good job and, you know, this is my last farewell and things along, you know, things like that. Um, and that kind of um, tipped her off to something being, um, tipped her off to something being wrong. And she kind of um, assumed that it might have been a suicide attempt, you know, happening or, you know, um about to happen um and so she called the cops the police and um they arrived at his apartment which i read wasn't his actual apartment but he rented a room somewhere for a couple of days um so um they arrived at that location um and that's where they found him unresponsive and on the way to um the hospital um they tried cpr and um i believe they pronounced him dead en route to the hospital um and, um, I don't know, for details on, you know, how the suicide was done, I'm not going to get into all of that, um, if you're really interested, you know, which is, you know, fine, I understand that, you know, people want to know what happened, but, you know, I just don't want to get into all of that, but, um, you know, that information is very easily defined online, um, yeah, and I know he sent a um message to um his friend um and uh, the friend stated that you know Jung Hun requested um them to post this kind of goodbye message um 
if he were to, um, quote, suddenly disappear, unquote, or something along those lines. But um, that was the instruction that she received, that if he was to suddenly disappear, you know, to post this letter. Um, and so they did. I believe it was a woman. I believe the friend was a girl. That's why I said she. If I said she, that's why. Um, and so that's what <clears throat> she did. Um, and, you know, I don't like all K-pop. Um, but I did happen to, I wasn't even looking at the site, you know, I, I didn't care what the site was. I just wanted to find the translation of the letter, um, cause a friend posted it on their, uh, Instagram in Korean. So I wanted to find a proper, um, translation and, you know, that led me to all K-pop. So I have the letter here. Um, and I guess, um, maybe I'll read that. Um, so this letter that Jung Hyun wrote, um, was... I'm damaged from the inside. The depression that has been slowly eating away at me has completely swallowed me, and I couldn't win over it. I hated myself. I tried to hold on to breaking memories and yelled at myself to get a grip, but there was no answer. If I can't clear my breath, it's better to stop. I asked myself who can take care of myself. It's only me. I was alone. It's easy to say I'll end things. It's hard to end things. I lived all this time because of that difficulty. They said I wanted to run away. That's true. I wanted to run away. From me. From you. I asked who it was. It was me. And it was me. And it was me again. I asked why I kept losing my memories. They said it was because of my personality. I see. It was my fault in the end. I wanted someone to notice, but no one noticed. No one met me, so of course they don't know I exist. I I asked why people live. Just, just, people just live. If I asked why people die, I guess they say they were tired. I suffered and I worried. I never learned how to turn my pain into happiness. Pain is just pain. They told me uh, not to be like that. Why? I can't even end things the way I want? They told me to figure out why I was hurting. I know very well why. I'm hurting because of me. It's all my fault and because I'm bad. Doctor, is this what you wanted to hear? No, I didn't do anything wrong. When the doctor blamed my personality with a quiet voice, I thought it was so easy to be a doctor. It's amazing how much I'm hurting. People who are hurting more live well. People weaker than me live well. I guess not. Out of everyone alive, there's no one hurting more than I am, and there's no one weaker than I am. But they said I should live. I asked why so many times, but it's not for me. It's for you. I want it to be for me. Don't say things that don't make sense. Figure out why I'm hurting. I told you why. Why I was hurting. Uh, it is not okay to be hurting this much because of that. Do I need a more dramatic detail? I need more of a story? I told you why. Were you not listening? Things I can win over don't end in scars. Uh, it wasn't my place to clash with the world. It wasn't my life to be known to the world. They said that was why I was hurting more, because I had clashed with the world, because I was known to the world. Why did I choose this? That's funny. It's a miracle I lasted this far. What more can I say? Just tell me I worked hard. That it was good of me to come this far. That I worked hard. Even if you can't smile as you let me go, please don't blame me. I worked hard. I really did work hard. Goodbye. And, um, with that, I think I'm going to, um, end the podcast here by saying, um, rest in peace, Jonghyun, and 
I really do pray and I and I know that where he is now um is so much brighter and lighter and happier um for him and that he finally feels liberated from his pain and I'm so sorry that you know um he couldn't find the salvation he needed while here um to heal and to continue living because you know he wanted to i can see i can i can hear that but um you know i'm just um you know really apologetic that you know his pain was so great that he felt that was a necessary um thing to do um so you know rest in peace jonghyun and please anyone listening to this please you know if you're going through anything you know whether it be suicidal thoughts or deep depression or just depression in general any kind of mental illness or anything that you feel is hurting your mental state you know please 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 seek out help i think a lot of the times people think that mental illness and mental pain isn't as significant or is it as valid as physical pain and it's just as valid as physical pain it's just as valid if you were assaulted or attacked or injured physically you would seek help at a hospital or at a doctor immediately and i you know the same goes for mental illness seek help immediately because your pain is valid and no one can say that what you're going through isn't as valid for you um as it feels you know everyone's pain is subjective to them and no one can compare how they feel to anyone else and no one should be comparing you know how someone feels to another situation and invalidating your pain you know what you feel is valid and if you feel sadness and hurt and depression then seek help and talk to someone and you know you may not have a family member or a friend that you can talk to and that's okay because there's still people in this world there's still services you know filled with people who want to talk to you and who want to hear your story and who want to help you um in the article on farisvibes.com the one i wrote about jonghyun um there um i i listed the um crisis um centers um in uh, around the world So no matter where you're listening, um there's a link in the article for all of the various crisis centers, um the closest one to you where you can call um or visit and seek um help um and healing for your pain. But please know that what you're feeling is valid and significant and that it deserves attention because you deserve attention because you deserve to heal and you deserve to feel good. Um and please utilize any services whether it be your family your friends you know these crisis centers your guidance counselors at school you know any service that you can avail yourself to please avail yourself to them because at the bare minimum you have these crisis centers and they are filled with people who want to genuinely hear your story and want to genuinely help you they care they genuinely do that's why they exist because these people want to help you so utilize their service um trust in your family and friends if that's something that you feel you can do and allow yourself to, to allow yourself to take the necessary steps to heal because you deserve to feel good everyone deserves to feel good you know pain should not be a permanent a permanence in anyone's life you deserve to feel good 
and it is okay to acknowledge that you don't feel good and to seek the necessary help and treatment that you need. Acknowledging that you may, be, you may have a, a mental health issue or that you're struggling mentally is not a weakness, but it's a strength. Because acknowledgement of any kind of problem is more than half of the battle when it comes to healing. So, recognize your feelings and seek the assistance you need. Because there are people out here, people who you've never met before, who are more than willing to extend a hand, extend a hand and prove to you how much they're willing to help and prove to you how much they care for you. And kindness and caring is a form of love. And so people, strangers, do love you. And they are willing to help you. I love you. Um, and I appreciate everyone listening to the podcast, reading the website. And even if you guys don't, you know, and you just stumbled upon this podcast, I care. I care about everyone's well-being. And that's not just empty words, you know. But you know, whether this was Jong Hyun, you know, or anyone, just the news of something like this, of just how mental health becomes so crippling that people feel there's no other way out, is so upsetting. And it weighs so heavy on the mind and the heart. And so I pray all of you guys are in healthy mental states. And if you're not, I pray all of you guys seek the treatment you need because it's out there and people are more than willing to help. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode... Um, six of the Forest Vibes podcast. Um, again, for those crisis center, um, for the crisis center information, please visit the article um, on forestvibes.com titled "Now That the Initial Shock Has Passed." I can speak about Jong Hyun because within that um, article is um, a link to um, various different crisis centers around the world. And yeah. Thank you, Jung Hyun, for um, all of the memories and the light and the love that you gave all of us through your music. Um, and I pray, you know, and truly do believe that you are happy now and that you are resting in peace. So thank you, Jung Hyun, and um, rest in peace. <laughs>